photography well, about? Well, it's about... You've been doing it long, too. It's about... Uh, well, let me go obliquely at it. It's mm -hmm. about keeping it alive. Years ago, I photographed Jean Renoir. And, you know, he's the son of Renoir the painter and a great film director. And my, I was so excited. He was one of the few people left in the world that I was in awe of. And I went, he lived in Beverly Hills. And it wasn't like Beverly Hills. It was like a house in the south of France. The sun was pouring through the windows or flowers inside and outside. And I knocked on the door, went in, and his wife said, Jean's in the bedroom. And there was this very old very sick man, naked, leaning on a walker, being dressed, unembarrassed, by his assistant, and kind to me, and we went out, so much in his face, so much I admired, I did my picture, and he said, won't you join us? Uh-huh. 
the demands mm -hmm. of photography for you? What's hard about it for you? Why do you get scared? No, it's n there's nothing hard about it. I get scared because I, I used to get, and I, I'm longing for that fear to come back. I used to feel that, and I still feel that every time I take a camera in my hand, it's crucial. It's crucial. It's being like an athlete. You know what? Maybe I'm scared like an athlete is scared. Yeah. You're going to try for the high jump. You could blow it. And that's exactly what taking a photograph is like. If I'm photographing you, yeah. well, you're a friend. You would come back again. Right. But most people don't come back again. And I have to make within sometimes minutes and sometimes longer. Uh, Marilyn Monroe loved to pose, and we could go on and on and on. But most of the people I photograph come, and I have to pull out of myself and out of them something. See, I'm doing it with you right now. I've got your interest. And if I had a camera, I'd have a beautiful portrait yeah. of you. But if I can't make that happen, if I'm low, if the day is wrong, if something in the studio irritates me, whoop, and then the fear comes over. Yeah. And also, I usually, in, in the early days, had such respect for the people I photographed. I chose them because I admired them. And today you have less respect because you've seen so much. No, is that because I've seen so much? I'm I'm, I'm not a I'm an older man now. I think we should talk about that. Um, we'll talk about. Yeah, it. I will. There's certain ways you can hold a man. Now, some may not seem nice. Of course, I'm an expert, so to speak. Well, honey, what's your advice? In the first place, don't tell him where you're going. Let him guess where you've been. Uh -huh. Say, darling, I'll be back at six and fall in at half past ten. <laughs> you gotta keep him guessing. Yeah. You gotta keep him guessing. Yeah. If he says, I know it's so, think yes, but still say no. Just keep him guessing. Yeah. You really gotta keep him guessing. Yeah. It's smart to keep his mind all upset. Right? right? When a man begins to doubt you, that's when he's mad about you. Knows he can't do without you. He'll start using sweet words. But don't you start confessing that you crave his caressing. You gotta keep him guessing all the time. Now, if your husband's name is Jack, forget and call him Joe. And if he asks you who is that, say, honey, wouldn't you like to know? You gotta keep him guessing. You really gotta keep him guessing. It's smart to keep his mind all upset. Now, if you catch him smiling at a girl and he begins to plead and whine, don't get mad, say, honey, have your fun, cause I'm really having mine. You gotta keep him guessing. You gotta keep him guessing. Nah. It's smart to keep his mind all upset. Say, should your husband stay out late and you hear the front door slam? Bam! You rush right to the back door and you yell, Good night, Sam! Always keep him in the air. Worried about his love affair. You can lead him anywhere. He may try to trap you. You just keep digressing as he pleads for your caressing. You gotta keep him guessing all the time.
you can fool a man to live long day, but when nighttime comes, let him have his way. You gotta keep him guessing all the time. Rhythm down in Monaquia That's got any minute Beat a man For that flow down For love today Call that the Ebony Rhapsody Instead of playing music Like you do It's my little Carly voodoo They keep swinging that thing While singing that Ebony Rhapsody Now it's got those tricks Got those sticks Mr. Lizzo would never Until they make the old mama do that Oh, Lord, yes, the way of antennas Hold them out, bring it down, send them Swinging to that ebony rhapsody
thing goes on wrong. That's why I get evil. Me and the devil can't get along. I drink so much whiskey. Come on, baby, let's call it in. 
It was Sunday. Yes. Came with a Sunday cake with vodka that had lemon rind in it. And uh, Leslie Caron was one of the people, and a young, two young film directors. And I sat down. And in those days, I could be absolutely frozen with, with a feeling of, what am I, this is Sunday. These are his friends. I came to photograph my, I've done my photograph, what am I doing at his table? I have nothing to say. I, uh, in film with a capital F, I have less to say about, and I'm not adequate to this situation, I shouldn't be here, but I was very good at making a face and smiling and appearing interested.
Topsy, part two. Thank you. 
Madison time. Hit it. You're looking good. A big strong line. When I say hit it, I want you to go two up and two back. With a big strong turn and back to the Madison. Hit the top. You're looking good. Now when I say hit it, I want you to go two up and two back, double cross, come out of it with the rifle man. Hit the top. With the big strong M, erase it and back to the best. Hit it. Walk on, you're looking good. Now then, when I say hit it, it'll be tea time. Strong, Cleveland box, and back to the next. Hit it. Crazy. Now, when I say hit it, I want the big, strong basketball with the Wilt Chamberlain hook. Jackie Gleason and back to the Madison. Hit it. And away we go. Now that when I say hit it, Birdland, when I say stop. Hit it. How about a little stiff leg there? You're looking good. Now when I say hit it, come out of the Birdland, back to the Madison. Hit it. When I say hit it, go two up and two back, double cross and freeze. Hit it. And hold it right there.
older man, meaning... Look, I know about old guys on television. Geezers on television all do the same thing. They just say, well, I'm just the guy I was, and I'm hitting the golf course just the way I did. There's nothing about getting older that's good. It is pure terribleness every day, every minute. But the, the, the thing that I think I like about it is that I don't feel I have to prove myself in any way. So like an onion peeling, I don't go to dinner parties because I've been to dinner parties. I don't work much for magazines because I've worked for magazines all my life. So the unnecessary, so what's left? Work, making the work better, doing the job better than I did before. And the few close friends that you sit, at, you get in the kitchen, you sit down and you talk. You know, my friends, Andre Gregory and Mike Nichols, we, we, we uh, Renata Adler, we sit down and we talk, really. There's no turning to the left and turning to the right and saying, what did you think of uh, the Charlie Rose right, show? Right, right, right. Good. Um. <laughs>
like y'all. My baby went away and left me.
got bread in my kitchen, baby. And I only child went out to play. I got bread in my kitchen, baby. And I was only child went out to play. Sleep a wank last night. Why did you leave up this the way? Now, if you wanted to be a run around, why did you want a child at all? Now, if you want to be a run around, baby. Why did you want a child at all? Cause a child without a mother, baby You know it feels so all alone Now I'm a babysat at night, baby Babysat up all day long Now I'm a babysat at night, baby I'm a babysat all day long I'll get up in the morning and wonder, baby Why don't you come back home? Thank <laughs> you. 
going downtown. Well, look, what you going to go do downtown? Let me know what's happening. Well, I'll tell you, if you ain't going to tell nobody, I'm going to buy me a nickel wine. Well, look, where you going to buy that wine at? At a place downtown. But I ain't going to tell you, you never go there and buy the man out. That wine is fine. And it's so fine that you can always buy it for less than a dime. That wine is fine. But I wanted to get out, and at some moment, Renoir got up to go to the bathroom. And I used that moment to say goodbye, everybody, and yeah. thank you for inviting me. And I went into a very narrow hall. This is about something. I'm not just... It went into a narrow hall, and he headed for the door, and he came out of his bedroom on his walker and blocked my way. And I said, Monsieur Lemoir, thank you so much for letting me take your picture. He looked me in the eye, and he said, it's not what's said. It's the feelings that cross the table. Be able to be that present in each moment. That's what we're talking about. The quality of paying attention that he had, and then the compassion. I think there is not much more to life than that story. And to be that age, surrounded by your father's works of art, and to have created your own, and to have a jar of vodka and a wife and sunshine pouring through the windows and, vodka and, and a, a Sunday cake and a friend and a, a son who's become a teacher and his children and Sunday and to still pay that kind of attention to a stranger. I mean, that's...